For a fast track discount on all my courses and merchandise, visit fasttracktofearless.com and use the code POD20 at checkout. Welcome to Fast Track to Fearless. I'm Tracy Forsyth, and I'm here to help you become 100% career confident. I think we have limiting beliefs that we don't even realize that we have. And it's really interesting, the mindset of how we think about money. We don't value ourselves enough. Throughout the series, we learn the secrets of inspirational people and fearless leaders as they share their journeys to success. So today I'm joined by Denise Nurse. She's an entrepreneur, a commercial lawyer, and a business success coach. She's a passionate advocate for diversity and inclusion, accessible education, and economic empowerment, especially when it comes to women. Welcome, Denise. Thank you for having me, Tracy. And so good to be here to celebrate all that is coaching. I think this is a fantastic way of really celebrating the industry. So thank you for doing it. You're welcome. So tell me, I want to kick off with what is a business success coach? Well, my definition and what I do is help people with their businesses create the business and life of their dreams. I ran my own business, which I co-founded with a friend back in 2007. And there's a bit of a stigma about having a lifestyle business, I think. So, oh, you have a lifestyle business as if you don't take business seriously, as if having a life and having a business cannot coexist. Um, And then having a business which is successful so that it can be scaled, so it can operate without you, so that instead of you being a slave to the business, the business serves you and the community. So that's the ideal. It's creating that business that serves you, is the business of your dreams and gives you the lifestyle that you want. That's what I love to do. And that's business success to me. Okay, brilliant. So with that in mind, um, who would you say are your typical kind of clients? Who comes to you? You're a perfect example, in fact, Tracy, because I really love working with impact-driven leaders. So people, and particularly women, but it could be anyone, who really want to make a difference with their work, They've created a business or a vehicle because there is some change they want to see in the world. So I've worked with um, chefs, but who are trying to kind of decolonize the um, creative chefing industry and ensure that more um, diverse foods are highly advocated for and that there is business success there. But I think when people are impact driven and are are on a mission to make a change, that can often be misconstrued, I think particularly when women are doing it, as if it's charity or it's a hobby. It's really for people who want to make a change, want to make an impact and also want to have successful businesses, i.e. make money so they can invest or do whatever they want to do with it and have time and a lifestyle. And I think all of those things can coexist. And I really love working with people who want to make that happen in their lives. How would you describe sort of coaching with you? Like what happens in coaching with you? Coaching, I think of like having, well, I think when you think, when I initially thought of coaching, I think of it like a personal trainer or a sports coach. And there are lots of analogies there with, you know, football teams. And if you've grown up like me on a diet of American film culture then you know there's the coach who takes the failing team and they make it all the way to the playoff finals or whatever the terminology is so there's that element and I particularly loved um 
what British Cycling did with Dave Brailsford. And they brought in this super coach, Dave Brailsford, and he took the team to success with lots of techniques. The, the coaching for the mind is similar, but it's about exercising your mind effectively because the world we live in is really shaped by how we see it, how we view it. It's one of the examples I use is you can have parents who are alcoholics and they have two children. One grows up to be an alcoholic, one grows up to be a teetotal. When you ask them both, why have you chosen those options for your life? Their answer would be the same. Oh, with parents like mine, what other choice would I have? But it's not their parents being alcoholics that's made their choice because one goes the way of following, thinking, well, I have to drink alcohol, that's all I've ever known. And the other one's like, well, I've seen the effects. All I want to do is run the other way. Mm. And I think that what that tells us is how powerful our own minds, our own way of seeing the world is and how that shapes what we think, feel and do and then the results we create in our lives. So the coaching aspect is working with our minds to see. It's like awareness, first of all. We work on awareness of what's already happening, why we're doing things and what we are creating. And then purposeful decision making about what we really want to create and then taking steps towards doing that. So there is some how when I work with someone, there's definitely some how when we have, you know, very practical things to do. But it's anchored around what do you have already? Where do you want to go? And then we make the bridge of getting there and we work together to do that. And most importantly, the coaching relationship is not about me telling you what to do. It's about unlocking your own wisdom of what you really want to do. The things sometimes you don't even want to say out loud to your partner or to anyone else. It's your, your secret dreams, like giving space for them to breathe, having a safe space to talk about them, and then you making decisions. The coaching relationship is really working when my client's brain is getting stronger and getting better at making asking questions and getting better at solving problems. But we do it together. Yeah. And, I, and you know, from my own experience of you, it's, it's two things. You know, I came to you because I wanted to professionalize my business. And there was lots of the bits, the financial bits that I wasn't confident on. And, and um, that's absolutely my experience that you were able to give me frameworks and how to and, you know, kind of like get it all in shape. But also, you worked a lot with me on mindset about money mm -hmm. mindset. And, uh, and, I, and, and you've spoken about that before. I've seen you speak about money mindset and the fact that we're on an abundant world. And I think for, a, you know, for a lot of coaches or a lot of new business owners, they, they live in a world where it's like scarcity. So they, they, they kind of like feel like they, they, they have to like discount prices or, you know, catch people. And you really, you really change that. So can you speak to that a little bit about in terms of coaching money mindset? Yeah, well, that's really crucial to me, particularly in my work with women and people of colour or disadvantaged groups, so to speak, because I think we have limiting beliefs that we don't even realise that we have. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I like to ask is kind of what do you earn at the moment and why? And often we'll say the number and then we'll, if it's a salaried job, it might be, well, because that's what my employer pays me, duh. You know, of course that's what I get paid. Or if it's someone running their business, it will be, oh, because that's all I can charge or that's, I think, what's reasonable. I think that's what my clients can afford. And it's really interesting, the mindset of how we think about money. And what I learned on my journey is, as you say, that money is actually abundant and it's made up. We pay, we pay for things in exchange for value. So really kind of tapping into what's the value you're bringing to 
the world, to this person's life, to this thing you're doing. And Apple is used as an example for so many things, but it really is a useful one because so many of us have these products in our hands. Like, and I think we don't value ourselves enough, quite to put it, to put it down to basics. It's not about making people, telling people to charge more just for the sake of it. It's about the fact that for many of us, particularly women and people of color, we have actually been undervalued. It's out there in the evidence. We have been underpaid. There is a pay gap, there's an ethnicity pay gap. Our conditioning has told us that the jobs we do and we're interested in and the work we want to do is worth less than other jobs. So there's a lot of work to do there to like really see that, to have a look at, to question, why do I think I'm only worth whatever it is you earn a year? Why, I've, why have I decided that's the number? Who told me that was the number? And do I want to believe it? That's right. the kind of work I love doing. Because once we start questioning it, we can start to make new decisions. And the reason I think this is so important, really, really important, is because the more wealth we can generate for ourselves, the more work we can do to help and impact others and the work that we want to do in the world. I see money as an enabler and I see money as abundant. And I think one of the biggest things that limits us is our own beliefs about money. And that's, as I say, not because, not to put the blame on us to say, well, if you just thought more positively, then you wouldn't be struggling right now with energy bills. No, that all of that stuff is real. There are real challenges out there. And a lot of it is imposed on us. And what we can do is take our power back and start to think differently about what we're really worth and how we can really put our work out into the world and how we can create wealth so that we can actually change the system rather than just be a part of it. So it's quite big thinking, but down to its nuts and bolts, when I work with someone, I love to just get into it and question, where did your beliefs about money come from? Do you still want them? Are they giving you the results that you want? What would you really like to achieve? And then we go there. Yeah, it's such an interesting thing. And as you say, it's like, it's an emotional thing. It's um, there are limiting beliefs about it. There are very real, real elements, you know, in the world that are going on around money. There's gender inequality. I mean, but and and, and that point about value, you know, the fact that we will probably pay close to a thousand pounds for an Apple iPhone, and yet there are there are other phones that will do the same thing. So so people do have one of the things that I think whether it was you, I think it was probably you is that pointed to me is that people don't ne necessarily have a coaching budget. You know, it's not something that you say for no. like a holiday. And, and I think a lot of people balk at the price of that coaching can entail. And I know coaches that, you know, one coach I know is £185,000 a year. Another coach is £25,000 a pop, you know, all the way down to people who charge £150, whatever. But it's that, you know, one of the big hurdles is uh, that whole thing about, it's not so much about the hours spent, it's about the transformation and the value, much like you can get a normal Nokia brick. And sometimes yes. you know, I hanker after those days, but actually, you know, quite a few people have, will, will want the Apple iPhone. There are lots of different options, you know. I think one of the other things that I like to think about with the kind of money balance is money with time. Because why do you want money? <laughs> if you think it, often one of the things we're looking for is a feeling. We get the money, we want the feeling of security. Mm -hmm feeling of peace, a feeling of not having to worry, a feeling of I can take time off and spend more time with my family. And so I think I think alongside the money, the value you're going to either spend to create the time to create the solutions to create the life that you want. The yeah. money is important, but these other things, and one of, I think one of the main things that my clients come to me with is that mix of both, that real genuine desire to spend time 
with family or to spend time on the projects that are really important to them, balanced against, well, I need to earn enough money. And we can get locked in that. And so helping people navigate that so you get the lifestyle that you want and you're earning enough. And then we go from there. I think really does make a difference. Coaching, I think in its simplest form, um, deepening the awareness, deepening the self-awareness of what you want and then forwarding the action. Like, how do you make that happen? And and it's all possible but so is there you know in in the coaching that you do would you say there's one thing or one or two things that come up time and time and time again yeah um at a real basic level knowing what we want that always fascinates me even people who come to me because they think they know that they want they're like oh I need a coach because I want to achieve you know I want to scale my business whatever but in our early exercises and work together I I find it fascinating how often that's just one chink. And then we find out that actually what they want is maybe to kind of leave the country, go and live on a farm somewhere <laughs> and, and just have this really relaxed lifestyle. But they think they have to do all these other things to get there. Yeah. Um, and so unraveling that. So really helping people figure out what what do I actually want? What's, yes. what's the real goal? What's the real driver here? And then lack of confidence. And again, even with people, well, mostly people I'm working with are to the outside world, you know, super successful like oh you've got a great job already or you know you've set up your business or you're speaking at various events or you've got great clients they can look successful and they are successful but there is a underlying lack of confidence in their ability to do the next thing there's a drive to do something else and there's a lack of confidence there about their ability and their belief in what's possible those two things I think are kind of the big picture and then on the the other side of the scale it's overwhelm <laughs> I have too much <laughs> what do I do um and that comes up a lot like I uh, I love life I've got so many interests I've got so many things I want to do how am I going to get it all done yeah like priorities or focus right. yes, yes focus it's a big part of our work focus what do you want to focus on yeah absolutely yeah I mean I have to echo your thoughts because you know in senior leaders that I work with I mean some of the most senior people uh, um and, and they're still self-critical they're still sort of like that you know still thinking oh I'm going to be found out and well why did I do that etc cetera, etc cetera. so it is amazing what goes on behind behind the exterior that you it's see behind the perception behind and the I think what I love about coaching so I was first introduced to it from Tony Robbins which he's Marmite to some people right you love him you hate him if you've never heard of him go look him up um, he's a very big loud American uh with a big personality and I, this was 20, 20 years ago. So I was in my 20s and I had an audio book. I bought one of his little books. I think I bought it here to show like this tired, battered old book, Tony Robbins. Let's see, Giant Steps. Giant Steps. And it, yeah. And it had like something to do, you know, a, a thought and then some action for every day of the year, 365 days. And you could follow it. And then I started listening to his audio tapes on these long drives um, to escape to the country. <laughs> which is a show that I used to present and it was fascinating because I've never met him and I've never actually done one of his courses but just the the starting to think about things differently yeah started to change my life and that was actually when I decided to do a tv presenting course and and used his work to help me with my television presenting career which happened in the middle of everything else but what was interesting at that time that was the first time I'd realized that 
presidents and CEOs of these top companies had a coach. Mm. That's what got me interested. I was like, oh, because I'd always thought, how do they do this? You know, how do you run all these mega organizations? How are you the president of the United States and keep calm when you make decisions? They will invest heavily in someone to help them think things through, make decisions, think clearly. It was fascinating to me. And what's wonderful now, 20 years later, is that coaching is so much more accessible. I think there's a lot of work to do still to educate on what it is and why it can help. But like everything in life, why should it be reserved for the people at the top? We all deserve this time. We all deserve some help with our mindset. And that one hour a week, one hour a fortnight, one hour a month, whatever it is you can afford to do, dedicated to yourself, dedicated to your thinking, dedicated to your life and your relationships, I think worth its weight in gold. Yeah, I mean, like you said at the beginning, you know, like when you think about all those baseball coaches or or taking the the the, the, the cycling coach, etc., it's it's taking you from here to here. And why in other areas of your life you have a personal trainer? I mean, there's no way I've got a personal trainer because there's no way I'm going to be doing burpees on my own. But you know, she, <laughs> but with her help, I do it. You know, so but I'm obviously a big fan and and very open about it you know because I like to celebrate it and it has completely transformed my life and you know um and my career and all of that kind of thing so but and you're right all the top people all the all those top Oprah's got a coach you know right. <laughs> yeah you know so imagine being Oprah's coach you know like yeah. every, you know they've all got their their coaches so why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to empower yourself what difference do you think coaching can make then you know mm. personally in my life coaching has opened my mind to different perspectives, different ways of seeing things and different possibilities. Most fundamentally, when I was running my business uh, with my friend Jambi Patel, and my co-founder, we'd always had a dream that we wanted it to be big. And we always had a dream that we wanted it to help people and that we wanted to be CEOs. But when I got a coach and we said, well, what turnover do you want to make? I think there was a point where it was you know, making seven figures just seemed so exciting to me. So that was that was the number. And I thought that was a big stretch. And I, I was challenged to 10x that. And just that thought alone was a bit mind blowing and expansive. And it may sound really simple, but just the thought of well, what if it was 10 times that? What could you do? It took me a while to settle into that and think, yeah, that is possible. Why don't we do that? And we went on to do that work and to eventually sell the business but it can just open your mind to different different perspectives that you didn't even realize you weren't seeing and it can work in your business in your personal life in your relationships how you show up in those relationships and um and in you achieving that sense of peace and freedom for yourself the inner work so i think i think coaching isn't therapy it's a very big difference you know therapy and clinical therapists and psychologists you know it's a discipline all of its own and it's a lot of going back and I see coaching about helping you take the next step forward mm-hmm. move you to closer to where you want to go and help you achieve those dreams so that's the difference it can make genuinely I love my work I, I you know my husband comes home and I he's like how's your day and I'm like it was brilliant and the clients I get to work with watching someone's mind open up yeah think differently pause and have those moments when someone pauses and actually reflects and thinks hmm, yeah I've never thought of that before and then decides for themselves what they want to do and then takes action 
and then creates what they want to do. It's a, it's a beautiful journey to be privileged to be a part of, but that is the transformation that takes place. What would be your top tips for people if they are looking for a coach? Like what, what would you recommend that they do? Yeah, that's great. That's a great question. I think it's like looking for a lawyer sometimes. And that's my other profession. It's like you kind of know what they do, but you're not sure. And you think you need one and you're not even sure what you need one to do. So I would start with asking and um, asking your own network, your own friends. If they've got a coach, you'll probably find out someone's got one or they've had the experience of one before. And just having a chat about that um, and seeing if you can get a recommendation. You can go on the coaching federation and stuff and, and search for coaches. Personally, I think LinkedIn is an amazing resource. There are a lot of coaches here, particularly if you're focused on kind of business success or leadership um, and those sorts of issues, career choices. And you can follow what they're doing. But ultimately, I think it's one of those choices where you will choose the right coach for you. It's one of these things of like work. Whoever you work with will be right for you at that, that time for that moment. So the focus is on, are you comfortable with that person? Have a conversation. Do you feel comfortable talking to them? Able, do you feel it's a safe space for you to speak freely and share what you what you want to? So, and that therefore you'll be open to receiving the coaching that they're willing to give you. And that would be the way I would approach it. And if you've got that level of comfortability, then then you're good to go. Most coaches will have examples of their work. You'll see them they'll have materials or they'll be able to give you someone that they can speak to as a referral and they'll do a discovery call with you yeah. and you'll have that time just to speak to them and see do I think this clicks but I think then just take action it's one of the number one things that we we coach you on is how to get past your, your brain sometimes and just take action if people are watching this and thinking I need Denise I need a business success coach how should they yeah. um, how should they contact you so you can get my, my name is Denise Nurse, nurse like doctors and nurses. So D-E-N-I-S-E-N-U-R-S-E. And my website is denisenurse.com. You can go on there. You can drop me a line. You can arrange an appointment to just have that discovery call I was talking about. If you'd like to have a chat and just, you know, let me know what's on your mind, what you're thinking about, um, what you think you might need help with. And we can talk about that. And um, we're a great community, the coaching community. So if I'm not the right coach for you, as you can see. You know, we have the network as well and we'll refer you to someone else. So just make that call, make that connection. Thanks for listening to Fast Track to Fearless with me, Tracy Forsyth. Subscribe to the show for news of future interviews and to stay up to date with Coaching Corner. Please review and like the show on Apple Podcasts. If you need further inspiration for your own career journey, you can check out all my courses and resources on fasttracktofearless.com. And don't forget, podcast listeners get a special 20% discount on the website by using the code POD20 at checkout. This podcast is produced by OG Podcasts. Find out more at ogpodcasts.co.uk.